listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Super Bowl goals. My wife in the crib feeding the kid little gold. We in a whole different mode. Kid that used to pitch bricks can't be pigeonholed. I cooked up more chicken when the kitchen closed. Oh, who gonna reach a Billy first? I told my wife the spiritual shit really work. Um, I'm la do la la. What? I'm hallelujah. I run through them all. Hobie's home. All these phonies put them to a halt. All this old talk left me confused. Would you rather be old, rich me, or new you? And old niggas, y'all stop acting brand new. Like Tupac ain't have a nose ring too. Huh. Nobody wins when the family fuse, but my stash can't fit into a Steve Harvey suit. I'm clear why I'm here. How about you? Ain't no such thing as an ugly billionaire. I'm cute hey welcome to the black guy who tells podcast your host rod and karen pretty much we are back on a tuesday the day after labor day Mm -hmm. which is officially get your ass back to work day Uh, a lot of people don't know that a lot of people don't know that that is also a holiday for employers um (laughs) uh, we only gave you this day off because we legally have to pay you you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy who tips leave us five star reviews we appreciate right takes the time out to do that the official weapon of the show is the taser and an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme um and it's time to get into the show guys okay I had a day off i did a lot of thinking had a lot of things on my mind and uh it's time to um uh, talk about them okay guys I got so much trouble on my mind. Refuse to lose. Uh, no, I never realized. Chuck D kind of sound like if Martin Luther King could rap. Where's your ticket? <laughs> I have a dream. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> sliders. You guys know, Karen, you know what a slider is? A burger, yes. It's, a, it's not really a burger. It's, it's like a really tiny, tiny burger. It's like a mini burger. That's not really really much of anything and i did not know that at first so i was like oh yeah i want a slider you can make slider sandwiches and shit like that too Mm-hmm. and they're like snack bites yeah they are the sucking dick with a condom of eating a cheeseburger oh lord they really are it's it's like what's the point you know go ahead and get you a full burger you know it's like if edging was a meal it would be sliders edging oh it's a that's a that's a sexual term for uh taking somebody to the point of orgasm but not letting them come ah mm-hmm. okay it's like a whole like genre of porn and shit it's pretty weird anyway that's basically what it is it's fucking trash i can't believe people support that um the only lesson i'm taking from mccain's death is that i need to make a list of who i don't want at my funeral <laughs> that's apparently it. everybody need a list i got i got some people that i know are gonna try to act like we cool afterwards and no nigga not you you know yeah. you should have made up with me while i was breathing oh i ain't forgive him but i'm about to come and talk for an hour at his funeral ass niggas i know who y'all are too gonna make it all about you you know he was so good and i just never no nigga you didn't pick up the phone when it was time to pick up the fucking phone fuck that shit it's on forever <laughs> i'm dead serious about making that list i don't even think i want a funeral i actually think i want a cookout i would i would throw a cookout yeah i want people to have a cookout i want them to play music and spades and bring potluck food and mm-hmm. i would do that I, I want them to just no, we not dressing up i want i want them no i want them to dress up 
um i want them to uh so they won't be better i want them to play church music ties. i want them to play church music i want to be outside and i hopefully it's hot i want it to be hot and i want everybody to be fucking sweating no thank you i want everybody to be standing outside at my funeral i'm calling it funeral it's gonna be fun it's not gonna be sad sweating that's fun sweating in the hot ass sun listening to church music and eating uh food at the cookout and i want them all to say god we miss rod if he was here he would have hated this shit and that's how everybody gonna come together because it's the truth unlike any of those things gatherings of people loud music right because i was like you want to cook out a cook yeah it's not for me it's for the living passing out these fake tickets y'all the ones that like them i want oh i want white people to be there too problematic white people at my cookout for my death i want them all Mm -hmm. and i and if you really truly love and honor me then y'all will come and be there you know if not then fuck you don't come to my funeral but if you truly love me like i don't know if i'm gonna honor these wishes you don't like uh Mm -hmm. cookouts what are we talking about who said you even gonna be here who knows you might be gone by then. I don't know who's mm-hmm. gonna hold my Stud- phone. Studies and statistics say mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. women outlive yeah. men, sir. Yeah, unless you watch Snapped or it's all kinds of, all kinds of you car crashes. You planning on killing me? We might get in a car crash together. I don't know. I don't, you have no idea. Are you planning on killing me? No, that's I, why, that's oh, so why I'm how asking do you. Know you. For a fact? How do you know for a fact? I said statistically women I'm outlive men. I'm not talking men. about statistics. I'm talking about one life. We don't know who's going out of this first. Okay like you might just uh i don't know what you what kind of stuff you get in. you might overdose this weekend i don't know what kind of stuff you doing into. what i don't know what kind of stuff you into when i'm not around I'm well, just saying. Over- overdose playing stardew valley that's about fucking it i might go to a theme park you might get caught up in the drive-by then i have to <laughs> avenge your death i thought that was a funeral i don't know no mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. okay Mm-hmm. i don't know what you think i'd be getting into shit you be with me so if i'm doing it you're doing it too i'm just saying you're the one that was so sure you're gonna keep living so i don't know <laughs> the everything bagel is the most overrated bagel in my opinion and it needs to be said and this truth is a hundred percent confirmed and i will be a martyr and die for this truth and anyone that's against this is against my freedom of speech <laughs> and the first <laughs> amendment <laughs> and i will take the social cost of being the person that told the truth because you know who else paid the cost martin luther king paid the cost when he spoke the truth to the people and they killed him malcolm x mega evers i understand the cost of what i'm saying to people right now but it's a basic ass bagel for basic ass people what that's right (laughs) first of all it's a goddamn lie everything's not in or on that bagel that's true that's just it's just the salty savory things so right away you told me a goddamn lie ain't no sugar on the bagel but it's everything so it's false advertising normally it's like sesame seeds and stuff like that right onion sesame seed Mm -hmm. garlic yeah just just salt oh you know what it is it's all the shit that falls off of real bagels (laughs) that are trying to be somebody (laughs) And then they take the nasty leftover salt bagels and they stuff them in the dirt floor of all the crap that's sitting in the floor with dust and dirt and mites. And they just say, here, dumbass, buy this. Well, what's this bagel called? Oh, come up with something. We don't want to call it scraps bagel or trash bagel or leftover bagel. You know what? Tell them it's everything. These idiots will eat it up. Oh, Oh, everything bagel. I even pay extra. 
if it's an everything bagel why don't they cost more than the other bagels if they so good think about this capitalism works that way if there's such hot shit everybody loves the bagel how come everything bagel ain't like seven dollars and everybody else bagel like three because it's not everything duh if you get like a supreme pizza it don't cost the same as pepperoni and cheese everybody knows this and i've heard all the naysayers by the way i see you in your little groups making huh. private private facebook groups so you can talk behind my back about me but say it to <laughs> my face i'm not afraid of y'all big bagel all up in your pocket patriarch patriarchal white capitalism telling y'all what's the best bagel i see what it is Mm-mm-mm. draymond was right i'm not gonna say what he said but he was right oh lord the point being the everything bagel is a jack of no trades oh in trying to be everything it succeeds in becoming no things which makes it the worst bagel what did it do to you it's just the worst it's not it didn't have to do a damn thing to me and before you go rod you're not from new york you're not jewish what do you know about bagels well let's talk about how math works okay let us let's say that bagels in the places i've eaten bagels are half as good as bagels in new york right let's just say that right i have tried all the bagels where i live okay they don't just sell everything bagels dummies it's not like i'm sitting around going oh i've tried one everything bagel no other bagels and was like bagels are bad and you go well if you tried it in new york you would have fucking jizzed all over yourself well guess what buddy i tried all the bagels here and other places and everything was always last no matter where i was at so let's say i go to new york and bagels there have fucking crack in them okay bagels there you stick your dick in them and they make you come duh who kind of bagels is these let's just say that that's how good the bagels are let's say that on a scale of one to ten bagels in new york are 57 okay like the jewish people make them by hand i don't know fucking they do all the right things to make a bagel perfect let's say that's true well because we're talking about the commonalities the everything bagel up there is still gonna be last of all the delicious bagels that are in magic fairy tale new york city rat city land home of overrated rappers and pollution and rats okay that is gonna be the place where i'm gonna stomp in with my tims and listen to whatever music they play in the bagel shops and i'm gonna try everything bagel and i'm gonna go this is the fucking worst bagel in here because it's the worst bagel in all the places they sell everything bagels it is the nothing bagel that's terrible and somebody was like you know what they that's the bagel that got all the spices on it first of all that's just shading all the bagels and that's your fault because there are salt bagels there are garlic bagels there are onion bagels there's other bagels okay i know my bagels <laughs> there are other flavors but then you also have condiments and toppings you put on them spreads okay i'm not new to this i'm true to this bagel shit and what i'm saying is i'm not afraid like the rest of you sheep to come out and speak the truth about the everything bagel okay and i'm sick of people kowtowing to the trump administration oh lord to try to tell me the lies that the everything bagel 
is good i you know what i'm gonna go a step further i shouldn't have called your bagel trash and i shouldn't have said it wasn't good it's just for basic people and there's nothing wrong some of y'all just found out right now i'm a basic ass nigga i didn't know i was so basic thank you rod for letting me know okay you should be happy you probably also like sliders right you like a lot of basic shit probably i like sliders you love red delicious apples right and it's okay no one is mad at you for liking these things if it wasn't for you no one would buy these shitty bagels oh lord you go to the uh bagel shop and i do, i know because i used to uh go to a bagel shop when i worked at uh this corporate job we go pick up bagels in the morning and i would go to the bagel shop and i would get there late sometimes and they're like oh we're out of we're out of everything we're out of just about everything i said oh you out of everything bagels they said no 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 no. we have never run out of everything bagels because no one buys them okay there are not enough people to buy the everything bagels that's i no we're out of everything but everything because everything apparently is for basic people and i'll say you know what? i'm gonna go to another basic place where well another bagel place where that has less you know less ba- that has more basic people in the vicinity that will buy just that bagel it's trash and i'm sorry y'all had to find out this way i really am but this is what separates the black guy with tips from all these other podcasts out here oh, promoting Lord. these motherfucking this nonsense agenda okay this is everything bagel is the all lives matter of bagels oh no it really is it really is because it basically says to you in no uncertain terms hey i'm saying all lives because i i'm i care about every life i care about everything and you say okay so which stories do you concentrate on in the all lives matter movement and they go uh just the white ones and you go wait a minute hold up player if you're so all lives matter wouldn't that then say that all the lives you concentrate on the stories where everyone gets shot where police get shot where the white people get shot where the black people get shot where the muslims get shot where you care about all all fucking lives and they go and i mean we call ourselves all lives matter but we really only care about the garlic lives the salt lives we care about the onion lives the poppy seed lives nigga you don't care about all lives you a goddamn lie where's the sugar lives hmm where's that i now now they got brown sugar bagels as the flames but they don't put them on no motherfucking everything bagel ain't no cinnamon on no everything bagel i don't know i don't think it is right it's It's bullshit it's a marketing scheme and your dummies fell for it you're so smart any other time you never fall for the bullshit when it's the corporations and the white man and all but you fall for the everything bagel just like that hook line the sinker and it's so sad so pathetic but also so predictable to see my people run up upon and i refuse i refuse to participate in this okay now i'm sorry that this had to happen but it's the truth and y'all needed to hear it and when I do eventually go to New York, I will try an everything bagel. You know I will. As a doorstop. Okay? I will make you know, sure I'm actually to put that one. on the door so Mm-mm. it doesn't slam. Mm-mm. I'm going to eat it. Mm-mm. I don't think so. I'm going to try a delicious well, I bagel. I buy my own. Literally any other bagel is better. Any other bagel. All the other bagels are trying to be something. Cinnamon raisin. You have a theme. I love You have two raisins. ingredients. 
they're in there wow what a fucking concept what how who could have imagined a bagel that says i have cinnamon and raisin in me and guess what it has cinnamon and raisin oh what is this apple bagel guess what it's flavor like apple oh those are good too mm, right somebody said blueberry yeah blueberry, blueberry all the other bagels aspire to be something the specificity gives them the prowess in the bagel wars to succeed they're specialists they are assassins of taste and they're everything bagel just out there floundering around just being good at nothing just a oh just a bench playing ass bagel just a let me i'll give you four points four rebounds pj brown at 40 years old ass bagel that's what it is <laughs> oh no nobody wants that bagel okay nobody was trying to get that bagel to come represent our bagels you never see it in ads nobody ever puts it with nowhere like oh man come to mcdonald's get an everything bagel sandwich nobody says that because they're like it's not everything no get get the fuck out of my face i'll take a plain bagel before i take that i'll take a salt bagel before i take that at least those bagels are honest about who they are they're not liars charlatans it is the donald trump of bagels oh beautiful beautiful very important bigly bagels no nigga oh, you're Lord. a goddamn lie you're a goddamn lie you orange tyrant motherfucker you are not real you are a bankrupt decrepit morally complicit bagel and i'm I'm, i didn't realize it would be so much harassment (laughs) but you know when the last time i got harassed like this guys the last time i was harassed like this i said something like i don't know black straight black men are the white people of black people that's the last time i was harassed this hard over the weekend and if that don't tell you everything about who's right and who's wrong here i don't know what to tell you <laughs> i don't know what to say people have something to say about them bagels the hotel's still mad at me this weekend i got called suspect and feminine because they were still mad at that tweet from two years ago and i was it was in a picture with me and karen and i was drinking a drink and they said apparently I, I, apparently i'm suspect and feminine oh they both were brightly colored oh they were good too apparently uh you know i'm uh, this I, I must be gay or something i mean I, I mean your eyebrows is on fleek i mean you is keeping that beard together i don't see anything wrong with being feminine anyway so to me it's not really a an insult but Mm-mm. the fact that i that you thought it was an insult kind of confirms the original tweet dumbass anyway um yeah and that, by the way shout out to the people that did the uh bitch you ain't cute anyway um response to me this weekend for the everything bagel like some people just can't handle an everything bagel nigga what this ain't no strong black woman what the fuck you talking about it's a bagel anybody can eat a nasty bagel it's like saying everybody can't handle a shit sandwich you know i can't handle it i don't want to eat that shit come on man yeah you can't handle it. if you don't want me at my salt bagel then don't <laughs> want me at my everything bagel get the fuck out of here ah <laughs> <laughs> i feel so sorry for that's hilarious so sorry for y'all's taste buds like why would you do that to your mouth what did your mouth do to you why don't you love yourself why don't you try the delicious other bagels you know what it is people that get everything bagel they don't want to admit this but it's kind of like people that got food in the vote for bernie sanders they 
got the everything bagel because when you walk in and you want to try a bagel and you're looking and your son just pressures his line behind you and they go oh what kind of bagel you want and the first thing you go is uh well i want a plane i mean it's plain that's like the that's like nothing it's like why would i get the plain bagel that's not even experience oh god okay salt i don't want a bagel that just tastes like salt i want a salty ass bagel i mean if i come here i want to get some flavors oh blueberry oh blue that was that sounds kind of interesting but then it's just blueberry that's all cinnamon apple uh cinnamon and apple i like them both but then i mean together oh man uh oh what about uh chocolate bagel i mean i guess i could just get a donut if i get a chocolate bagel i mean donut would be better than chocolate uh uh, ma'am hurry up in line oh god oh god i'm panicking uh i get the everything bagel it's gonna have everything on it it's gonna taste like all of them now it's the supreme bagel experience it's gonna taste like all the bagels combined but it's a goddamn lie it's just marketing because it doesn't taste like everything it tastes like crap it tastes like salty high blood pressure crap and that's what you end up getting and after that you just go i'll stick with this bagel so you don't try the other bagels to know just how much more delicious they are than the everything bagel you waste your experience you fail to live up to the experience of life that we are granted and the opportunities that arise every time you walk in a bagel shop so you end up caping for the everything bagel because you haven't tried anything else try other bagels i don't care if you're in new york try something else okay it's trash and then you will see relative to what i'm saying that it is basic that's all it's basic i keep saying trash but i really mean basic it's basic and it's cool if you can embrace being basic i have some basic tendencies myself you know there's some things i like where i'm like oh this this is what basic people eat i ain't complicated i ain't the most sophisticated palate at all times sometimes i just eat some shit and i'm like yeah i like taco bell sometimes what the fuck like what every meal gotta be from mexico nigga sometimes it's just <laughs> i just like a, a ariana grande and i'm good with that no nah! i'm just saying and i'm sorry i had to find out this way if you don't want to come to the live show anymore i understand it's a revelation it's a lot to be hit with on just a random tuesday you came here expecting some podcasting you just found out oh my god am i a basic ass motherfucker yes you are that's why you feel that calling in your spirit oh lord to try to say something against me i'm basic on some stuff i'm not even gonna lie no i've seen you order everything bagel Mm -hmm. i've seen you do it several times and each each time i'm aside i shook my head like i guess she just did not want a bagel experience (laughs) she can't help herself she thinks to herself i know it's the market i know my wife it's the marketing oh it says everything of course i want everything i mean what's the choices plain cinnamon raisin uh blueberry Ooh, everything i like the sound of that black people put it in our vernacular it is everything beyonce was everything plus the period and the dot like all that stuff quotation marks but they just using black vernacular to sell you a subpar bagel that i thought y'all was all about that calling out cultural appropriation well they culturally appropriated everything from us and y'all let it happen but i am the villain because i would stand up and tell you to want better for yourself Mm -mm 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 -mm. that's sad it's really sad but i'll I'll just cry in the wind but i will die for this truth no lord if somebody decides to take me off of this earth y'all know it's gonna be because i said the truth about everything bagel big bagel's gonna come after me i know you know i get what's gonna happen i put my life on the line to speak the truth to my people 
and this is the so you're gonna have a bagel accident i got thrown in the pit by queen and jay today i couldn't believe it <laughs> i couldn't believe it they thought they pushed you over the edge listen <laughs> they tossed you in the pit that lady and jay was throwing me in the pit like like we never met it was sad to see really doing the work of the bagel community to get rid of a black man with a platform that's sad really Mm-mm-mm. but i'm not gonna let it i'm not gonna let it stop me i still support them and i won't let it turn a lot of people will just look back on this and they're gonna regret the things they said about me for speaking the truth and it's gonna be fine it's gonna be fine i will forgive them because they know not what they do oh lord <laughs> carrying out the agenda of the globalist okay i think we all know what that means in trump's america oh lord something, something racist <laughs> just if you want to do that throw me out that's fine but i'm now in the pit with the likes of Tariq nasheed charlemagne french people that hate serena <laughs> and me rod Mm-mm-mm. love of all things black tossed aside for the bagels bagels that don't even that lie in their name bagels that refuse to tell you the truth those bagels basically crop pictures of themselves and put it on instagram with mad filters and go look at me i'm everything and then when you see them in real life you go you false advertising ass nigga you do not look like that where are the blueberries where are the apples where's the cinnamon where's the strawberries oh oh you were just lying and full of shit the whole time we was on the phone wow wow suddenly i want to leave my tinder date duh can't believe y'all would throw me to the side for this but that's fine that's fine i'm not gonna be mad at that lady and jay for what they did to me okay you hear it. i listen to it it hurt me to my soul i've never been hurt so bad in my oh. life oh. by a podcast beef i don't even have anything mean to say to them this just i'll i hope they just know that they they really hurt a good person and that's all i'll say <laughs> but not as hurt as they hurt themselves and they eat those terrible bagels Ugh. Mm-mm-mm. all right uh next thing i was thinking about um oh newsflash guys i kept watching ballers i couldn't stop i don't know why it's not good but i can't help myself it's been better this season though but uh I just want y'all to know because I feel like I have to tell y'all. The Rock on um, Ballers got a black love interest this season. What? I know. He never has a black love interest. I know. I, I'm i saying. It's crazy to me too. I feel like we finally made it, y'all. We finally made it to post-racial America thank you to the rock okay i thought obama was gonna get us there but now that the rock might kiss a black woman on national tv i feel like this the real post-racial america okay it took trump in the white house to get rock to do it but apparently black black wives matter now shout out to oh my god this beautiful that's what i said when i saw it i said oh my god she is not ambiguously black she didn't like have an accent or something when she was like well actually i'm blankety blank she was like i'm just black and there's a black woman sitting in rock's hotel room about to 
let my chocolatey cakes get smashed to smithereens <laughs> i said you know what you do your thing Mm-mm-mm. um all right uh but yeah now y'all know um also last thing um i heard that they got canceled uh city girls apparently grand opening grand closing they got canceled i don't even know who they are i uh, yeah confession i don't know who city girls are Mm-mm. somebody told me they were sampled on drake's song that's that um nice for what i think is the name of the song but like i'll show you how to network which is that that you know what i'm talking mm-hmm. about uh two bad bitches then we sitting in a ray sitting in a that shit um that apparently is them i haven't really heard their music or anything Mm-mm. i know nothing about them but you know they was kind of getting big i thought maybe they worked for like city bank and they call you and be like where's yeah, our money i was so confused i was like, like oh city, city girls, girls. who girls are the city? what's happening here yeah oh y'all are they models for city trends right i'm old and black so i was like who are they background singers for city high what is who exactly is right who exactly are the city girls you know i felt so old and, and didn't know shit but uh apparently they already got canceled because they said some homophobic shit on social media oh and they also dissed blue ivy oh no oh no you don't do that you know i'm trying to i'm starting to think maybe the reason that all these people keep getting going viral and we get introduced to them via the internet but then like shortly afterwards we find out that they actually have been problematic in the past like not too distantly in the past normally i'm starting to think that it's just part of the personality type of the person that gets your attention on the internet correct you know like maybe the reason that doja cat finally through trial and error got it together and put out the a viral video that made everybody go crazy despite her being an artist already and then we find out she said some a whole bunch of homophobic shit in the past trying to be sassy or spicy on twitter maybe it's because maybe those they come from the same place like you want attention and then you say and do problematic shit and then also that like that all those failures at whether it be humor or social commentary or whatever and trying to be edgy is also why the fuck you eventually do succeed in making something that that draws people to you oh it's just a thought correct um so i don't know it's just something i was thinking about like because it seemed like this is the, the new wave or trend is oh my god i love this person they're so funny they're so cool have you heard this song and then you're like oh man this person's so original or funny or whatever and then once you look into their past it's like here's a bunch of other shit they did that wasn't popular that wasn't as good and sometimes it's just downright fucking offensive correct and it's like why does this exist out here and it's like back then they were trying to make that shit good and it Mm -hmm. just didn't work right (sighs) all right let's get into some stories i've talked enough about random thoughts and everything bagels um so you remember elvin from the cosby show Mm-hmm. um he was like the boyfriend character of i don't remember which one of the girls it was was it sandra anyway he was like the boyfriend character of one of the girls and he was like super sexist but he was like nice guy sexist mm-hmm. and nice guy tm 
yeah and then also like oh that was that was her husband it was sandra's husband mm-hmm. all right how did i call how did i know that anyway <laughs> i don't know how i knew that uh so which one was the one that had the husband that was in the military was that denise yeah i want to say that was denise okay anyway i don't know how this shit is stored in my brain but um so elvin was like the clueless sexist dude um he would always just say something like well you know the women's supposed to be in the kitchen and then like you know bill cosby would always do the like oh son you shouldn't have said that like face and then the women would get mad and then they would like basically fuss him out and then he would end up learning a lesson and he never really meant bad like he always meant well but it was like you know the well-meaning misogynist you know mm-hmm. um anyway the actor who plays him jeffrey owens um was working at trader joe's and someone took pictures of him working at trader joe's uh surreptitiously i believe and uh they put him on the internet and then fox news found it and they had a article go viral with you know i would say most of it was probably hate shares that made it go viral to be honest and eventually it got back to him and it kind of shamed him and he actually quit his job wow yeah uh, people got to work yeah he was bagging groceries and you know they job shamed him which is some new shit i did not really know we did i knew people were shamed like i knew people were very mean to like customer service minimum wage type jobs but i didn't really know about this new this thing of or i guess no 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 i knew of it we didn't have a word for it that's what it is i didn't know there was a word for it because i remember when Emilion, the rapper people say she used to work at target and that was like a big funny running joke was like she worked at target like i don't i don't get that motherfuckers have jobs all types of jobs your fave worked somewhere people <clears throat> do all types of jobs they clean toilets sewers like what the fuck what is goddamn wrong with people you the person laughing may have even had a fucking job at target or walmart the gas station what are we talking about here i don't understand this and it's not like he was selling everything bagels he wasn't doing anything disreputable that would bring shame to his family like right. he's making a living doing something that you know manual labor but something that many of us had to do and honestly i can't imagine feeling like i was above this if i felt this is what i had to do for my family to eat or to make ends meet i can't imagine being a quote-unquote above doing the right thing and working yeah and i think with the trader joe's his thing was like i can understand why he quit because then you're gonna have people constantly coming up there you know like coming in the store to interact with him he was like i, I don't want this i just want to bag people's groceries like i was doing before and people went on about their lives i don't want no whole fucking conversation every time uh i interact with the customer well it's also crazy because it, it reveals our obsession with fame right if it, it scares me fame scares the fuck out of me because imagine you just want to be a regular person working at this job and you would think okay okay let's say i recognize him i know he's elvin from cosby show i know him i know he's the actor jeffrey owens i legitimately would let him bag my my shit and keep moving and i'm not saying that right in some hindsight 2020 Mm -hmm. shit i'm saying it's happened to me before where i've run into people who are obviously famous and Mm -hmm. i kept it fucking moving i recognize them sometimes they look in my eyes i can see i recognize them and I'm maybe I give my head nod the way I would give any other person, and I keep fucking moving because honestly, is 
they're human i like right right i, I ran into um anthony uh what's the dude that always make the soulful anthony hamilton and yes he was with his sons at harris teeter shopping on a on a like a, a a weekday morning and i was in my mind i went i know that new uh oh it's anthony hamilton and we made eye contact he seen i seen i gave him a little head nod kept it fucking moving some people are into that you know like celebrities that are really like hey hey come sign about this you know but some people are just out with their sons in a quiet fucking time of the day where they really hope a lot of people ain't in there right so they can do some shopping and get this and move the fuck on and to me it's like him doing this job there's nothing shameful in that Mm-mm. but i can see how if a line is out the door motherfuckers looking at him like a circus clown like come watch elvin bag groceries then all of a sudden yeah i might want to quit right and i guarantee you that's most likely what it turned into or people was calling to the store asking was he working because people fucking are crazy and i remember what was it years ago what was it it wasn't media play what was that uh uh that ripoff uh media play store we used to work at um i think it was called media play was it media play yeah it was called media play the rip you're thinking about best buy oh okay it was okay we worked at media play we worked at media play years ago and this was so long ago we was actually selling cds i actually worked in this like the cd section or the cd area where we did like cds and dvds and it wasn't even dvds dvds was just coming out so it was cds and vhs's dvds was just coming out and i forgot the basketball player but he played for the hornets and i was i I, in my mind i said he must be somebody because he was so fucking tall i was like he played for somebody and he came and he asked me questions i answered his questions i told him where to go i just talked to him and kept it pushing and then somebody came up to me and said did you know that was such and such i was like no i was like i knew he was like like and i don't know i didn't think twice i just when tre- I, treated him like a normal person when i was a waiter i waited tables on eldon campbell uh david wesley um uh anthony mason like and these are all people that you know they're there with their families and shit they know they're recognizable they're charlotte hornets basketball players and i just treated them like i didn't fucking know them because the end of the day they deserve the experience that they should get from anywhere else unless you try to big time me on some i'm famous shit then maybe then maybe then we might have to address it but i i don't see why it's a big deal you know when i've met famous people from playing basketball or in social life i to me it's just kind of like i'm gonna talk to you like a human being um and i think you know it kind it's kind of funny because this is tangential but it reminds me of um how people who approach our podcast sometimes because they want access to the spaces that we have created and Mm -hmm. the spaces we've cultivated and come together Mm -hmm. and they're like i want access to your community your listeners your readership whatever the fuck your social media people and they tell me shit that they think i want to hear but not but you can tell that they don't know me or think of me as a person because they're like you're gonna be famous one day you're gonna be on tv everything is a product yeah it's like everything is like they think they're stars in my eyes and i'm like i don't value those things sure don't you know maybe i should and maybe we would be a bigger better podcast if i did but i won't lie to myself i don't value those things because i know it's more that comes with that than meets the eye it's just not my thing you know it's it's not even it's just not my it's legitimately not a thing i think about every day and that's not the goal one day one day you'll be on the radio it's not really i mean if that happens right it's like we'll consider it when it happens i don't i don't wake up every day going i'm gonna be a big time mm -hmm. name personality Mm -hmm. 
it's really not in me to to want that kind of shit as a as a as a goal it's more of a byproduct of us living the existence we live saying the shit we say i love the things that come along with what we do Mm -hmm. for the most part but in general i'm not seeking these things out i'm really trying to live an existence of being us first and foremost right correct and it's just interesting because people when they don't see you people are incapable sometimes of not seeing the product instead of seeing you right and i feel like that's what happened like you know i've hung out you can tell the difference too yeah i've hung out with people where they were familiar with the show and it felt like i had to be on for Mm, them mm -hmm. as opposed to like you know sometimes i hang out kind of quiet i don't have a lot to say sometimes um i can sit at a table and everybody be talking and you know with my family and shit everybody can be talk. everybody of my family is mostly like boisterous and loud and jokeful and all this shit and i'm normally the quiet when it at our hangouts and events yeah, i'm the opposite roger be quiet i honey i turn my back to him and get to talking to somebody else right but i i'm sure it shocks my family to know what i do for a living because to a certain extent they're like the nigga that doesn't even really want to play spades sometimes or right will come in and just turn on the game and go in the other room and just watch tv or- I, I know right and it's and it's hilarious because a lot of times when you when you tell them they be like uh boy you on the radio no right. no we, we not went out on the radio but it don't matter if we were on the radio they still would be surprised Correct. it doesn't matter the point is talking for a living and being funny and all this stuff it's not that they can't like they don't think i'm funny they just like you don't really try to be the center of attention anywhere right you know and so i think fame fucks people up to being like that's elvin he wants to be elvin right now hey can you say something sexist a role he ain't played in like 20 30 years come on right what are you doing here not being elvin you know what i mean it's just something in us that's fucked up well we can't just look at him and be like oh he's probably working to pay a fucking bill because acting ain't exactly a fucking gig that gives you a consistent check sometimes come on and if it's come down to this then this is what it's gonna be even if he was doing it as a hobby he could have been doing it to research a role you don't know right anyway the fact that it's it's scary to me that motherfuckers would be like well now that i know he's at this whole foods in new jersey i want to ride up there and say something to him right not turn funny he almost had to quit yeah that's crazy that's crazy this should be a story you hear and go uh that is fucked up they did that to him that they shamed him right good for him that he's working and shit uh whole food is actually a pretty good job to take care of folks for the most part mm-hmm. i'm gonna mind my black ass business and unless i need to go to whole foods and get something um you know and and just he happens to be there i should never see this man in my life that should be it and instead yeah. you got motherfucking line out the door people like i gotta see Elvin. Yeah, and also it's one of those things where people think they're better. They go, well, the jobs I have is better than this. How are you working here? Right. And a lot of people will not admit a lot of the criticism and, uh, oh, why are you working here? Or how you got this job here is one of those things where a lot of people just like to feel superior. And they assume that because you're in the limelight or that people can see you or that you're some form of uh, people can notice you that all of a sudden you're a quote-unquote above them like they put you somewhere mm-hmm. that you didn't even put yourself they right. did not you you he never said i was better he never said i would never work a job at the, the, these words never came out of his mouth people just made the assumption that he should not be working 
here and who are you to make that decision about somebody else and their financial situation right it is it is also that thing where um we are such a social media has made us lose some of the empathy that i think the normal person used to kind of have sometimes Mm -hmm. i mean to a certain extent like obviously i'm not trying to romanticize the past because you know slavery happened here um but like the social graces of like this is just bad manners to go record this man at his job like there's some part of that that's like we now that we have these cameras in our pockets and a gateway to the to fame and the internet right there people can't help themselves motherfucker get shot they pull out their camera phones you know someone's on a train getting harassed you pull out your camera phone you know and i understand like as a black person yeah sometimes you want to document survival moments of like yo someone's going to need to see this in the police or the judge or social media this may like we have reached a point where i understand it for situations of life and death with black folks right so i'm not trying to to act like oh this is always terrible it's not always terrible but a nigga is at work you pulling out your phone not doing i'm sorry but that, that is terrible he's just minding his own motherfucking business that is terrible like i don't know how social media has changed to the point where i feel like when we get older and dial for whatever our grandkids or whatever it's gonna actually change the phrases that we used to have when we was kids you know like technology will have made it where kids walk around like my grandma used to say if you don't have anything else nice to say then you should just make your facebook page private and start a private private facebook group and talk about them and behind closed doors you're like what closed dms don't get fed okay a screenshot is worth a thousand likes mm-hmm. yeah two favorites in the hand is worth a retweet in the bush okay Duh! if all your friends logged off a site that don't mean you got to you can ride share but you can't always share your ride if she can't use your five fox or chrome then she can't come home i, I don't it's gonna oh, be Lord. it's gonna be like that it's gonna be like that so I, I i feel like we have lost something behind these screens man and that has made us like i don't know if it'll ever come back but this was i know that they're, they're gonna be like if all your friends unlike a unlike a pic does that mean you gotta unlike a pic too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just because all your friends blocked them i know that mean you gotta block them too <laughs> so so on my face trying to say it because y'all share mutual friends i mean you share mutual morals come come on now that's a true statement i'm just saying that's what's gonna happen like 40 years from now that'll be the old phrase you know back in back in the day they used to say you can block your you can block them on social media but you can't block the truth like what oh miss put this my say uh if he ain't a max send them back mm-hmm. <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> uh the black of the avid is sweeter the tweets come on anyway uh but a lot of people gave him support like famous people other actors and stuff and uh places with um with um reach you know like the root and stuff like they gave him they were like come on man respect this man and um 
since he's lost since he left the cosy show he's taught acting classes at yale he's on several television shows over the years as such as the affair and lucifer but he said no job has lasted more than 10 weeks the trader joe's gig gave him flexibility to audition while earning a steady check right owens has now quit his grocery store job which he had been at for 15 months because all of the newfound attention made it impossible to remain working there but it's likely that owens will see a slew of new job offers uh tyler perry said hashtag jeffrey owens i'm about to start shooting owns number one uh drama next week come join us i have so much respect for people who hustle between gigs the measure of a true artist so nigga got a job now come on um also because you know i gotta do it you know i gotta do it won't tyler do it mm-hmm. won't he, he you said diddy bougie motherfuckers when it's time for a check though won't he come through it's all these hollywood faves out here all these black power black girl magic black this and that motherfuckers strong black lead all these motherfuckers out here talking about this is a shame tyler perry the only one pick up a phone and went and got his pen and got his check writing hand and got his checkbook come on like my nigga catch this flight and catch these coins won't he do it but y'all too mad about things such as plot and continuity and acting to get into some tyler perry Mm-mm-mm. shame on y'all because mm-hmm, them ideas is good mm-hmm. y'all too y'all too sedated to laugh y'all too bougie to be like you know what i laugh at adam sandler movies but i refuse to let this nigga come well well why i'm laughing it's funny to me it's sad to see it had to come to this but it's the truth and before y'all get mad it's really y'all it's not me because i'm consistent what's wrong with you what's wrong with y'all you niggas are crazy thank you tyler thank you this is why i send my money to acrimony okay that was good too that was real good it was good all these sadity ass niggas always on facebook i just saw the tyler perry movie on netflix or amazon because i refuse to give him my money and let me tell you it had some flaws uh, uh duh it did what yeah i can't wait to see the next boo mm-hmm. the uh, tyler perry boo medea boo yeah Madea tyler boo. perry presents medea's boo a halloween story part three i can't wait oh i'm gonna be there for that bitch i'm low-key pissed i haven't seen the trailer this year i guess we right took it, all right i was like it's almost october ain't we about to get one they only take four days to shoot i don't know why we didn't get another one this year we'll probably but, get one next year but uh, hopefully we get one next year because that's my shit mm-hmm. okay i need to see them problematic ass niggas being niggas on t on screen again yes and laugh at the horrible acting and the fa- the white people that used to be famous and black people that are famous i can't wait mm-hmm. this is good uh all right what else happened but yeah that's yeah people are trash for that for uh fucking it up and shaming him what the fuck Mm -mm -mm. uh let's see what else we got to talk about y'all um look at my time real quick you know what let's move into uh um let's move into something else i don't see anything else i need to really get to um 
in the regular news section oh let me double check let me see um oh i guess in and out burger donated a bunch of money to the republican party i've never had in and out burger the focot continues i shall never let in and out pass between my lips so long as i live and breathe in charlotte where there are none never and the rest of you who swear by in and out and talk about how good it is should be ashamed of yourselves for supporting such a racist institution i don't care if it's delicious Mm -mm, i will sacrifice to prove my devotion to black people but i guess some of y'all wouldn't know nothing about that huh kind of interesting to me (laughs) you know what i'm saying kind of interesting anyway when i go get my chick for latest thursday to watch the opening of the nfl um season i will think about you niggas and how inconsistent (laughs) and hypocritical (laughs) your values are as i scarf down some papa john's okay oh lord because i'm a real one not a fake one like some of y'all yeah everything bagel eating peasants oh lord Mm -mm -mm. it's really a shame the way people let themselves be used and tricked by these corporations karen speaking of being used and tricked by corporations let's get to fucking with black people We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go around the globe, we find different articles, make us feel fuck with the weird side points, close to zero to 125. Today's contestants are everybody. That's right. Everybody's playing. Let's see who's fucking with us today, Karen. Uh, outraged fans are cutting Nike swooshes off of their apparel at the kaepernick announcement that's right colin kaepernick was announced as uh the face of a new advertisement campaign for the just do it campaign um and he's already been a nike athlete and endorsement person since 2011 Mm -hmm. they never stopped paying him yeah they never stopped paying him which uh I, i find it funny kind of funny that motherfuckers are now trying to catch like question his um his uh what do you call it his credibility as an activist um because they just found out this nigga been getting paid since 2011 and he got a new deal uh where y'all think that million dollars came from that he donated to people while he did not have an nfl contract come on you think he just pulled that money out of the sky he gave his own money that he got through white patriarchal capitalism which is what the fuck uh most of us live under and have to survive under and sometimes even prosper under i don't know what the magical number of too much is for these uh, you know i'm gonna just say jealous ass motherfuckers i don't know what the magical number is because it's not like these motherfuckers are turning down bonuses at their job or raises like they walk into the office and go man i feel like i'm out here and none of them risking cte and broken limbs by the way at their jobs Come but on. they feel like they not getting respected at work and shit and i guarantee fucking motherfucking t ain't never walked out of no meeting and said uh-uh 
if i take this raise it's gonna feel like i sold out so i'm gonna just demand to be poor because they think they deserve it right get the fuck out of here man anyway that's that shit was the weakest goddamn analysis ah that's why i hate sometimes i just hate the predictability of the internet not not necessarily hate the internet or hate the people on it's just the it's like we have to go through the cycle i literally made a joke where i was like so i just heard about the announcement this is someone took screenshots so you know it's true i just took the now i just heard about the announcement i said so how long before y'all uh use people start using kaepernick being signed to a new deal with nike as proof that he's sold out and he's a sellout someone sent me a screenshot 10 minutes later jason whitlock called him a sellout 10 minutes 10 minutes 10 minutes later 10 and some people hit me up before that like oh people been doing it already i'm like what is wrong with us it's like everybody's a freshman in college and they have to make the obvious point that everyone knows nike's a corporation yes nike used to have uh issues around like their labor and all this shit they don't have as many issues anymore by the way nobody ever looks up the updates or when companies fix shit which is part of the reason that companies don't fix shit is because motherfuckers don't really care they like to shame you and then when you do better they go oh well fuck you you still not perfect none of these companies are perfect no person is perfect Mm -hmm. you're not perfect you're criticizing them from my iphone on a social media site that is run by white supremacists that kick black people off for noticing white supremacy like we're all kind of in this shit because we don't really have as much of a choice as we like to pretend that we do correct right some people navigate it better try not to put too much of your soul into anything but still it is gonna wear us all down it's just people keep making these fucking rudimentary 101 points about shit and it's like we know it's a corporation we know that they're doing this partially because they think there's something to be gained off of kaepernick's image they sales instantly went up (laughs) not to mention what i'm looking at uh, to me bigger picture less 101 shit let's move up to 301 right not saying i'm a genius or nothing but let's move up to the next level let's say we all understand cap this is a capitalistic enterprise now let's talk about the the bigger shit it's a slap in the face to the nfl nike makes all their uniforms nike also just told them your premise that we can't have niggas kneeling because we'll lose too much money we are willing to bet it is 100 percent bullshit right because we are going to employ and make the face of our movement the biggest contrarian athlete when it comes to the protest a man who is currently suing you the nfl who we we sponsor too all y'all shit come through us right we are telling we are making his case better that by saying no one really has a problem with him as far as the ability for him to play football or to sell product so now that we've proven that why can't he play football again why can't eric reed who protests as well and is in the prime of his career and is a good defensive back why can't he play anymore it's looking like collusion right it's looking like you guys have decided certain black people who are too outspoken have to go and they have put it they have actually put a good amount of um doubt in the nfl's case that 
you know hey it's just about skill and these things aren't popular and it's costing us monies and teams don't want it because the fans don't like it it's actually proven that there's not as many of those angry racist fans as you say right and there may be more fans who can't wait to support a black person like colin kaepernick correct and his jersey sales was like in the top like 50 and the nigga didn't even play chris long is a white man who's extremely outspoken against trump against a lot of um against bigotry and stuff played the entire season with the philadelphia eagles and won the super bowl you never hear people talking about he need to get cut we can't have him on the team there's something very specific about these black athletes who refuse to stand for the anthem and refuse to be silent in press conferences and nike has said we're willing to bet on that now a lot of people try to throw this in some like it's just so opportunistic adidas last year who has kanye west as a spokesperson said they would not sign colin kaepernick unless he signed an nfl contract so bullshit i call bullshit this is not just a risk for nike but it is also an investment it's also a long storied history the reason nike won run ran to prominence in a because people some of these people are too young to remember and then some people in the moment of now we forget history because it's mm-hmm. not convenient right and we don't want to look like we're supporting nike because nike has a checkered past in social you know activism and shit yeah everything does but here's right but the but here's the catch though with nike the reason nike is nike it's because nike started betting heavily on black athletes when other companies refused to come on they would have never nike should not be nike if converse would have done what they were supposed to do if adidas would have done what they were supposed to do if all these people that had a jump on nike in the past would have just kept their foot on their neck they would have been straight but nike started doing shit like investing in black athletes that they that were counterculture you know they invested in a michael jordan with his chains and his fucking you know baggy shorts got and two thousand shoes chewing gum on the court they invested in that dude in a young age that made like that shit turned the media on his head because they had never really seen a black person push that hard and he ended up becoming a fucking athlete of a generation because right. of that you know they but they started investing in these dudes that people weren't 100 sold on right away where they were like ah but can you sell a black person like this and that's how they got to where they are you know so this is just another notch in their belt of just kind of seeing the the the, seeing the the way things are building up and i believe they said to themselves there's money to be made here but also in hindsight this will be a campaign that lasts forever because we can always say we're on the right side of this and everybody else is scared but we're nike we got we got the cash i know that i'm already looking at serena tutus and uh her cat suits and shit like that you know because all that is nike sponsored same thing with same thing with serena like they're backing them hard and the other thing is corporations change and like i don't know who's in charge of their marketing now but it's obviously somebody that embraces black shit so i i wouldn't i would imagine uh i would love to hear the story behind what has changed with them behind the scenes since uh specifically ferguson because i remember during ferguson with mike brown they were one of the main proponents of like hey man police need support too and uh guys are we just trying to um you know respect the the everybody involved and shit and something happened when in the last like 
i mean what was that yeah. four or five years ago mm-hmm. so something happened in the last four or five years that made them be like yeah man this is a bad look you know chick-fil-a did something similar i remember in atlanta where they wanted to give the police some some food but not the protesters and shit like the companies are now being like either shut the fuck up or wake up and i i don't know if they're hiring black people i mean sometimes that's what happens you do hire a black person and the black person like oh you consult you like okay let's go get a black consulting firm and let's see what's happening here so i don't know man like yeah people they got hijabs in their um uh hijabs in their um ads for women now and shit like they just been on some other shit you know i don't know man i i wouldn't be shocked if there were black people there working now or if they hired someone black and that's the, in, in a decision making role because i don't know these these things have been pretty like they're making some really bold choices lately and it kind of reminds me also of boycott culture right uh and i don't mean the new culture. i'm talking about the old like 60s 70s well they've done something now that people claim to want there's gonna be a lot of black people that want to for purity's sake will hold out and be like well they fucked up a long time ago i will never support these niggas fuck them and that's their right i'm not telling them they're wrong here's the thing about boycott culture though if we're gonna recognize as a capitalist society we're gonna recognize that money moves morality a lot of times in america um yeah buying some nike shit actually helps it actually really this is one of the few times where it actually would help because you're telling them hey i like what you're doing you're doing the right thing we're already a huge part of your customer base i'm stepping up to buy some more shit because i want you to continue to do this shit i don't want you to take a hit for it financially to where um because you know they're going to take a hit with some people but i don't want you to take the kind of hit that makes it like whoa 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 we tried to make a statement to support black folks and support black athletes and black causes we took such a financial hit i ain't doing this shit again that was stupid fire the black person that came up with this thing and uh let's go back to all lives matter okay guys the nike all lives matter swoosh right and uh-huh. and it, and you can tell that because of um b- like because of the boost they they will continue to do shit like this that's it's a very simple formula so i i do encourage people um or i at least support them in being like yeah i bought some nike shit today because i want to make sure they Mm -hmm. they understand this is where the money needs to go what i sure am thinking about it i've been for real i've been looking at for real tutus and cat suits and socks and stuff yeah june said you could buy stocks now the price went down yeah like white people have a way of uh overreacting to this shit and calling us the snowflakes come on but good for him man good for cap and uh ha 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 these white people that cut the tops of their socks off y'all bought shit so next you already got y'all money cut the swoosh off your shorts to do for what you already bought the nike shit they got your money y'all don't know how to protest well somebody said i'm that's why i only rock by chuck taylor's converse that's nike too ain't nike it? owns okay i'm about to say that's <laughs> nike too <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. oh my god oh somebody said dude said he's on fire while he still had him on that's not real oh i'm about to say like maybe the picture might be real but he also has a picture of his feet being burned to a crisp saying oh no i burned myself that picture is fake that makes sense and i think that dude is just like a funny viral person trying to be viral trying to be funny uh it is funny so i still laughed i thought it was hilarious because if it, even if he didn't do it 
you know on purpose the da 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 it's still funny and i i did laugh at that but here's some pictures here's a dude that cut the top of his socks off well i don't know why it's so jagged you bite them off with your teeth like why is it uh, uh why is it looking like that you know when cutting too straight uh people cut their band bandanas off cut their shorts someone cut the side of their shoe we got a big ass hole in the side of their shoe now they ain't got nothing else to do watch people man they need problems they need real actual problems so i'm fucking up my shit that i bought no thank you like real talk like black people i know we got a lot of problems but some and some days i'm kind of thankful for the problems we have because like at least it's real well, come on you know at least we're not making it up you know like i understand the the like i understand black people being upset with like in and out burger giving money to republicans i really do mm-hmm. but i also understand that they'd be like yeah i'm gonna still get a burger and i don't give a fuck like I, I understand both ways it's like i got real fucking problems and in and out is on my way home and i haven't eaten yet you know and i only got ten dollars like i understand right i also like because we have real shit uh there's like a levity to us that uh that i love in real life i think online is a bit more played up and because you know online you get you know get rewarded with retweets and likes and shit for playing Mm -hmm. up different angles and making everything like world war three but in real life when i just talk to niggas and you bring up some some fucked up shit we always be like yeah yeah that's fucked up too yeah yeah when when you trying to prioritize things you be like that shit ain't really that important i understand the wokes is protesting online but uh yeah yeah that's why i like being black man because there's unfortunately it's not our choice but there's a levity to everything where it's kind of like yeah yeah i mean we kind of figured that was it was it had something fucked up to it because everything's fucked up everything um zero to 100 care i'm not fucking with nike no yeah i'm zero for this one i'm just opting out i understand people are gonna break down the think piece of why this is terrible eh whatever i'm it's not terrible to me i like it and uh yeah you the capitalism gonna exist try to use it for some good shit cool i like it same reason i fuck with jay-z and beyonce um all that type of shit like i don't expect you to change the entire formula of the economy of the country just because you got rich but it is cool that you decided to try to use money towards good things and shit even today i read he gave 20 i think 250,000 or either 25,000 to an urban farming community you know like cap cap stayed doing shit uh all right let's go to the next fucking with black people article oh great great it's just one of these oh, okay all right i'll read it arby has a arby's has apologized at the reader board at one of his minnesota locations featured both a racial slur and a derogatory term for a prostitute a reader was bored the reader board the thing that says like mcdonald's a mil- over a million sold oh the reader board oh i thought you said it was bored so they were just fucking with people mm. people ain't shit so i could buy that story but go ahead context clue uh yeah they arby's they had a sign that said arby's now hiring niggers and whores oh hard r too niggers and whores oh okay oh on that board yes the drive-through like the thing that says arby's you know now hiring managers i'm with you now okay niggers and whores 
uh brooklyn center minnesota is what well, has happened niggas can be whores um what, what do they have against them so are you saying no well, they're hiring them so how would they have something against them they're hiring them they're trying to give them jobs <laughs> oh okay so you okay now i would say if you want them to work at arby's maybe you do have something against them because it's still arby's come on it's got to be a disc it's got to be a downgrade from being a nigger or a whore to be honest <laughs> you probably made more money i'm just saying Mm-mm-mm. uh now i don't know who could have made uh the sign you know or either they may have had one sign up and somebody may have changed it. it right it wouldn't surprise me if if they had a, a sign up there that had those letters rearranged and somebody came overnight and moved them letters around somebody walked in and they, jim bob did you say this i didn't do that i said you i did not do that yeah i don't know what it could have said though that had those exact letters i read that somebody knew how to work that board now hiring night managers or something i don't know yeah or, or, or somebody changed it overnight somebody right there being an ass mm. probably not the original person that they told to go put the board up Man, i know who put it up probably. but my mouth to god's ears i really hate those nigger rats and anyone else really that doesn't have pure white aryan blood running through their veins i'm happy to be talking to a true white american god bless white america zero to a hundred can <laughs> A hundred for all the niggers and the whores. Mm-hmm. Niggers and whores. My God. They lies matter too. Now who's gonna hire all the niggers and whores in town? That's the problem. Right? McDonald's isn't hiring it. You know? <laughs> Maybe everybody got different signs. McDonald's now hiring bitch ass motherfuckers. Oh, bitch ass motherfuckers. Oh well, I need to sign up. For I, I, this. I fit that category. <laughs> burger king looking for basic bitches oh i love everything baby i'll be right over there to sign oh, up oh lord thank you so much thank you. i appreciate you burger king really i'm just coming in to munch on this everything bagel and now i got a job selling uh. crispy chicken uh <laughs> with a side of my whopper wiped up wrapped up in a crispy flour tortilla mm-hmm. uh minnesota house candidate has an ad out to try to get the vote in minnesota he's a black man you know we know we like to root for our, our black folks you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i root for everybody black ain't that what Issa ray said karen mm-hmm. that's right so i mean it only makes sense that we will want to see this man uh succeed you know in, in his endeavors in uh minnesota um and i actually had a campaign video his name is uh the hell is this man's name kyle green kyle. not a bad name it's a good strong black man name uh and uh he wants to be you know run on the issues obviously and he also wants to uh appease the voters um and represent them in um his in his uh local jurisdiction trying to get this video to load so i can play it there we go and how do i make it hi i'm your neighbor kyle green i'm running for district 18a state representative i'm not asking for you to vote for me as your leader i'm asking for you to vote for me as your public servant the primary duty of a state representative is to protect all the rights of his constituents i want to be your state representative okay. i want to be your public servant absolutely and i want to be your nigger whoa 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 
whoa cow whoa wait a minute cow i was with you yeah somebody said that key and peel do this i was with you until the last your state representative okay i want to be your public servant right. and i want to be your nigger okay all right um who approved the copy of this who filmed this who did the editing who's gonna tell them i who not, uploaded this youtube i'm not 100 percent sure what the strategy is here um who are the people that are going to vote for him based on these issues uh, he's part african-american part white and part cherokee according to himself so um yeah a zero to 100k hmm I, I don't know 25 25 that's it 25 yeah okay all right uh i think i would give this i obvious 100 i mean what the fuck nigger with the hard r he, he just he, he just want to be your nigger he didn't say like my friends like my nigger i want to be y'all nigger like i want to be your nigger okay i want to be your coon I want to be your monkey, your baboon. I want to be your jigaboo. I want to be your. I want to shuck and jive for I want you. To be your moon cricket. Okay. Can I do a little tap dancing for you? Can I shine your shoes, dead boss? I want you to shake my hand. Tell me, don't look you in the eyes and call me boy. This this November, I'll be on the ballot, Cal Green. I wouldn't have crossed the street just for you. Okay. I want to be your BBC and your and your racist orgy. I I don't give a fuck. Okay. I'll do it all. Okay. Uh, uh, Whatever it takes uh, to get elected. I didn't know how to feel about that. Well, I mean, you did know how to feel. Twenty-five, apparently. That's all that gets you these I days. D- I don't know. Hard R, yeah, you get a twenty-five. Mm mm mm. Can't sound like you might consider voting for him. <laughs> he did say nigger, and he wouldn't wait. <laughs> sound like you. Sound like you're on the fence over there. I don't know. But my mouth to God's ears, I really hate those nigger rats. And anyone else, really, that doesn't have pure white Aryan blood running through their veins. I'm happy to be talking to a true white American. God bless white America. <laughs> Last one. Papa John's put out a new ad. Okay. Because they need to address the controversy. Then I hired a black woman. And they said, we won't show black dollars okay and it's uh i think it's one of these ads is mostly print there's no words i'll read it to you it stars with people's tweets at papa john's i'm so disappointed in this company i'll never order from you again at papa john's i'd rather have frozen pizza than racist pizza wow way to sacrifice and support the troops thank you that's a real person right there i know the journals was like right this way i'll eat a everything bagel before i try your pizza again oh lord papa john's racism is disgusting i won't support it delete papa john's deleting this app remember when we were actually making progress on civil rights issues so then they type in you expected better from papa john's so did we a little too late on this blaming players for poor sales with dog whistle racism was a hack move when you walk your walk i will take another look papa john's free speech to say whatever you want but free speech sometimes has consequences i had a freedom to spend money where i choose uh simply 
put i will not give you any more of my money lots of tweets so disappointed papa john's right now i don't know what if anything you will be able to do to earn my business again sad thing is papa john's had my favorite pizza okay they found your tweet oh they must have i was disappointed it's just more and more of these we're not supporting let's change the policies stop deflecting blame do better and then this is my favorite part because they type it's typing on the screen and then they delete it and go back like we made a mistake like no this is a better word so they say thank you for your anger which almost sounds condescending right um they switch it criticism thank you for criticism they switch it again thank you for your honesty it is making us better at papa john's definitely lost a long time fan shake my head pray you guys do better moving forward and then papa john's is the end karen what you think are you ready to order some papa john's again Mm-mm. okay so not enough for karen not enough all right um, I, you know intuitively i don't i'm not gonna say i never go back but i'm not saying right now no i'm good all right well let me just cancel this order in the app i put it in before the show that was a yeah, mistake go ahead and cancel all right and Mm-mm, that's that's not enough um need a little bit more actions than that okay and i see like here's a lot of the local um papa john's i don't know if they're doing this across the country mm-hmm. but a lot of the local papa john's are starting to come out but like hey we franchise like they're starting to come out and kind of almost separate themselves from corporate Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen them, but I've seen them here in Charlotte. They were like, "Hey, we're Papa John's. We're a franchise. You know what I mean, we're uh, yeah, we're a franchise. You know, almost like the the whole purpose is to separate yourself from corporate, but that's impossible because you bought a franchise, like you said, you end up suffering because something corporate did, which has nothing to do with you. Your sales end up tanking, mm-hmm. so you kind of want to help make yourself stand out. But you know, me as a consumer." It's, it all looks the same. Like a McDonald's is a McDonald's is a McDonald's. I don't know a corporate from a non-corporate McDonald's. Right. Nah, it makes sense. Uh, I personally forgive them and they can come to the cookout now. So I will be ordering Papa John's eating it by myself from now on, and, which is fine. You know, I just wait till you're not home to, to order so you don't have to feel bad about the aromas of garlic sauce all in the air. Well, I, you don't even really like it like that. I know. What the what fuck? What you do? What you do? Mm-hmm. I'm gone, but you don't like it like that. Why? Mm, delicious. Hot yeah. Now, now, when it comes to Papa John's, I am a basic bitch because I know it is a lot better pizzas out there. I know this for a fucking fact, but I do love Papa John's. But you admit it at least. A lot of these people out here loving everything bagels and won't admit they basic as fuck. That's the that's the only problem. I don't really, I don't have a problem with people being basic. I'm basic sometimes, but at least I'm not lying to myself. I can't even imagine living that type of life um all right let's move on i don't know if any of this other stuff is uh i think everything else racist can wait <laughs> you sure can it ain't going nowhere <laughs> think everything... y'all know what racist is gonna be here tomorrow <laughs> all, the, all the other racist shit will uh will be will be right back um let's see let me look at my time and you know what we got time to do a little trash before we go to segment two um Where's my trash sound effect though? Uh, I that truck back in that. It was on here. 
oh all right there it is all right here we go and i'll try to turn the volume down there we go trash time uh matt lauer tells fans don't worry i'll be back on tv after sexual misconduct allocation allegations don't forget one of those allegations was straight up rape locking a woman in with a button on his office and sexually assaulting her and he's and like she could not escape because you know how many of us were worried and we'll never see matt lauer again so he wanted to put our fears at ease without paying any actual penalty of criminal like resort like his wife left him because she knew the shit was true but he is going to be back so don't worry about it guys he denied all the stories by the way even though it was investigated and he was fired from his job nobody gets canceled Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. really gonna put that on a t-shirt i'm serious um he said i've been busy being a dad but don't worry i'll be back on tv he reportedly told a group of older ladies who told the former host they miss him it won't be at nbc however as reports emerged last year the network literally demolished his old office the very same one where he was able to lock in guests via button under his desk he hopes for a comeback his hopes for a comeback come on the hill of louis ck go at rebooting his comedy career sunday night as well as mario batali's desire to start a new company in the wake of his own sexual harassment scandal i've man i've been saying this shit from jump and i hate to be right about it and i hate to be whatever about it the wherewithal of the me too movement was was fleeting to a certain extent because it's relying on people in charge who are mostly white people white men of privilege to make decisions that would disarm and weaken them in their minds and they were willing to go with it almost like a fad but once shit got real and it was like yo we want y'all to give up your jobs we want you to let your homeboys get fired we want y'all to have some integrity and accountability we want to clean house right and they was like no 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 because you start cleaning the house i may have done some questionable stuff too i like i'm reading more and more stories like this where basically white men got tired it's not even about right and wrong they literally just said i feel like it's like when your parents say i'm gonna punish you and you go i'll go to my room i i i don't deserve to be punished because you did something bad but then in your mind punishment is 30 minutes in your mama room in your mama mind it might be four hours you go in your room for the rest of the night come out eat dinner and go your ass back to your room but to me it's i spent two hours in my room mama what what was the problem i went in there and i played my nintendo read all the games i read all my books i played my games i don't know what else you want from me all i did was take a shit on the kitchen table i don't understand what the problem is you know why are you so mad right and that's basically what these white dudes are doing where like well i took a sabbatical what the fuck because that has been the typical response now the wherewithal of the movement really comes in with well how do we respond to a a louis ck how do we respond to a matt lauer 
like what is being done to bar them from getting access what is even being done to show that there's genuine contrition growth responses um restitution what's being shown what is being shown with that it doesn't seem like it's they're just using the same game plan as always i'll be quiet and then i'll come back when i feel like it correct so anyway i'm not surprised this this one's a ridiculous one robin wright who is now the star of house of cards says that kevin spacey deserves a second chance he he's Mm. had a multitude of sexual assault and misconduct allegations against him what is so fucking important about him right that that it outweighs the damage done and she is a person that benefited from him being gone right but she knows him and when it comes to men that these women and mostly white women know they feel like it's always different they do not feel the same they can be the biggest me too advocates the biggest feminist the biggest uh times up they love to be all up in the pictures and the videos and they love to get all the credit for talking that shit but when it comes down to where your homeboy did some foul shit they will 100 percent of the time be like well i don't think he did it i know him and if he did do it why y'all being so hard on him right that's that thing where you go back to whiteness and honestly i'm i just want to say like i'm conflicted because i'm not 100 percent on the idea that people who are offenders or have offended are like like the like it should be almost like a scarlet letter where they go away and we act like nothing happened and there is no process right like essentially this person is gone move on and it's like well that's that's good that we can show that we can work without them but i do think does that is that what the people who are victims in these cases want is that what survivors always want is that what uh does that teach them anything do they just now go find another pond to be a scumbag in you know jeremy piven's currently touring the country as a uh comedy stand-up act like have we really enhanced anything by him not being able to find work as an actor if he can still take his name and do other shit and never prove he's learned anything never proved that he did any of these things never admit anything like i don't know that that's necessarily the best um the thing is i can't put too much sympathy for those type of people or too much priority on those type of people because essentially they still just get away with things so i don't ever want to like put them in the narrative of well what about them i'm saying it will eventually have to be addressed if there's going to continue to be like a movement i just don't know that there will continue to be a movement i just you know like i get that and i think that that trepidation that we feel when it's someone close to us isn't necessarily a bad thing it's just that we never feel that for the people that that have the shit done to them and we never feel it for people we don't know correct you know like there should be something in us that makes us feel that kind of empathy and compassion of well how do i make you a better person what rules what guidelines what education do we need because you're not gonna just die nope you're not gonna disappear and as long as you're talented i can't depend on society to hold you accountable so what are you doing to hold yourself accountable what things are we doing in the industry to make sure you're accountable a lot of people don't want to have that part of conversation which i understand because we haven't got there yet i haven't seen anybody really held accountable unless it was like criminally 
you know and even then barely you know but um anyway this is a huge um hurdle in the industry is shit like this a woman of her stature her age her politics going yeah but it's my friend kevin so uh, you know <laughs> i mean me too and everything girls time's up you know feminism forever all you know hey pay equality but like should we really be like mean to a dude that just happened to like sexually assault a few people like eh, he's so good at this role right and then she'll get mad when they be like well bitch what the fuck is wrong with you Mm-hmm. she said she hasn't heard from him since he the scandal broke but if he wanted to speak to her she he could reach out to her when he was ready feel sorry for anybody whose life is in the public arena it's a nightmare can you imagine we do a job we share a performance with viewers why does our private life have to be public i hate that part of the industry it's so invasive i believe everyone's personal life should be personal positive negative neutral whatever i don't believe it should be anybody's business but i'm not talking about the me too movement i'm talking about media the exposure it's an awful feeling a stranger deciding they know who you are i mean it's criminal it really is what what okay we're not talking about we're not talking about him bagging groceries at trader joe's right okay by the way the people that told on him were some trader hoes okay they should have left elvin alone come on as far as kevin's face we're talking about literal sexual assault accusations he can't just be around people at work and just that's all good it is relevant even if he weren't a public figure it's still relevant to the people that would be working with someone who has done these things and never been in jail or any of this shit like yeah i want to know and him having to be a public figure i guess you can say it's unfortunate that he's like it's unfortunate that when he goes out to eat motherfuckers take a picture of him and i'm talking about before the sexual assault shit like maybe you can say that kind of shit is unfortunate nigga you talking about a motherfucking rapist though are are we is this real do you feel the same way for oj are you like man poor him everybody gotta know he got away with possibly murdering his wife you know allegedly uh what a what a guy like are we doing this for everybody is this the rule or are you just doing this because he's your friend right who you haven't talked to since the scandal broke by the way Mm, speak volumes um meanwhile star trek discovery actor anthony rapp was the first to publicly accuse him of sexual misconduct alleging he attempted to seduce him when he started a broadway production together in 1986 when rap was just 14 years old spacey claimed not to recall the incident but then said i'm gay everybody so i'm coming out the closet okay and everybody was like what that got to do with the sexual assault shit bro correct you know i mean and also the other thing in this not the pocket watch but these motherfuckers ain't broke man what are y'all right doing? right the, they'll also be fine if they never work again he's a master fortune it's not he's sitting around like i gotta go get a job at some company like i gotta go bag groceries quote unquote to make ends meet like he's not even in that situation he literally is just being rich somewhere and it's like poor him um let's see uh tv star michaela cole uh speaks out of get about sexual assault um she has called on the media industry to do more to protect young writers after sharing the story of how she faced pressure to deliver scripts after being sexually assaulted 
okay who is who is michaela cole she is um in what is the name of that netflix series everybody was watching it fuck why am i drawing a blank guys in the chat room i know you know the name uh she's dark-skinned black actress you don't know her all right um the fuck chewing gum yeah that's the name of it oh okay that the little black girl right yeah she's okay. not little i mean not little black girl black woman, but, but yeah yes. black woman she looked young that's why yeah, i said yeah with girl. the ponytail mm-hmm. uh the screenwriter and actor who had just been commissioned to write a new show for bbc on sexual assault described how she has been working uh overnight on the script before heading out to meet a friend for a drink she said she woke up several hours later in the production company's office and realized something was wrong i had a flashback it turned out i've been sexually assaulted by strangers the first people i called were the police before my own family were the uh, after i called police before my family were the producers cole said the production company staff then began teetering back and forth between the line of knowing what human normal human entity empathy is and not knowing what empathy is at all one member of the staff allegedly warned her that the company would not automatically suggest delaying the script deadline and the writer would have to demand it eventually a deal was reached with the company paying for her to attend a private clinic for therapy sessions well as long as you get that script on time though right I asked to push the deadline back and for the channel to be informed as to why the deadline was pushed back but the head of comedy never found out why which also kind of you know makes it seem like oh she just pushed it back randomly for no reason you know uh let me go to the next session real quick guys we'll be right back i see we're right at the break sorry um all right and i'll bring you back on screen when you come over okay uh but yeah that's some wild shit like hey i just got sexually assaulted i called you before i called my family because i understand the pressure of this job and they're like well writing comedy is more important than uh what happened to you so i hope you ain't expecting too much of a delay off this shit like how long how long we supposed to be held up for you was there essentially their response which is foul yeah because at the end of the day nobody nobody ever wants to admit this but companies are not people they don't give a fuck about you as an individual person mm-hmm. and specifically because she did request that they be told i find it odd the company would not tell them you know what i'm saying like them being like hey this thing she's like this thing happened to me y'all need to tell them why and maybe they'll have some empathy and shit they're like hey we don't want to get involved in that shit yeah because we'll have to fucking be held accountable uh the 30 year old described her journey through television the television industry at the 43rd mctaggart lecture the prestigious speech delivered by a prominent industry figure during the annual edinburgh television festival uh she talked about growing up in the city of london to being accepted in drama school winning the bafta and breakthrough talent by writing material that appeared uh to misfits like her um she said uh sarah ward said that the um her treatment was absolutely shocking and totally unacceptable unfortunately we're still hearing far too many experiences of sexual harassment across the energy i mean industry our recent survey of back to members working in media and entertainment found that nearly two-thirds of women had experienced some sort of sexual sexual harassment and it rose to 82 percent for those who are 30 and under right because at 30 and under you are your most vulnerable in the industry where you don't have a lot of powerful women in it you don't have a lot of women that's making decisions and you do have a bunch of powerful men who are unchecked 
ogling young actresses and being like well if you want to get on what's the difference between you and the next actress if i'm not able to sexually harass you i said uh cole also described experience meeting an anonymous london tv producer at a party at the winning and writing award keep in mind this always is the wild part to me they have to keep these men's names anonymous even as they tell these brave stories because lawsuits right and and also because these men probably still have power in the industry Mm -hmm. so if i say his name i have to deal with the fallout of all his friends and connections i have to deal with um you know legal recourse like you said like lawsuits uh, i have to deal with the public backlash of why are you trying to ruin this man's career and we go through the cycle all over again so even as i'm telling you this thing happened to me i can't even tell you his name and warn other people and shit because it might fuck up my career and others i said oh yes nice to meet you do you know how much i want to fuck you right now he said oh i turned from him and went home so quickly i left my plus one he called upset someone called him a nigger it was the same man could my silence have encouraged this producer to push boundaries with women and black people further this thought is uncomfortable but i cannot block it out i have to face it what wow he called someone called him a nigger it was the same man oh so her plus one said uh the person she came to the party with was like this right. dude she, called me a nigger she ended up leaving that person right. there right right like this dude called me him and the, her, her friend a nigger and called and told her oh, you know how much i want to fuck you right now and that dude's uh somebody in the industry with power um so yeah uh the script writer actor drew on her experience of the industry and said the process of producing her award-winning sitcom chewing gum was sometimes torturous while part of the second series of the spies on channel four i was on set all day even when i wasn't in the scene doing rewrites in the trailer assessing where i could save the producer's money despite having no clue how much that money was she also recalled finding all the minority ethnic actors on set confined to one backstage trailer while a white actor was given an entire trailer to themselves i asked the actors why they agreed to share they just wanted it to work their belief in the job only matched by the anxiety of losing it i apologize i told them we were working for a reputable channel and a reputable production company and they wouldn't dream of recasting anyone for wanting a private space to prepare and change i've never accused anyone at work of racism but i've been urged to understand someone isn't racist on every job i've acted in since just by pointing out possible patterns tendencies when i agree they aren't racist but suggest they may be thoughtless on the matter it doesn't go down very well but if you're not racist or thoughtless about race what other thing can you be come on cole says she had now learned how to navigate the television industry but had decided to speak out for the benefit of the next generation of writers i decided to embrace as many as i can and be brave enough to update my beliefs and discover i'm not always right what a brilliant thing to discover we've been wrong about some things what a brilliant thing it is to grow we're all gonna die instead of standing here wishing for the good old glory days about the way life used to be before mark zuckerberg graduated i'm gonna try to be my best to be transparent and to play whatever part i can to help fix this house what part will you play so um yeah good for her for speaking out on all that stuff and also unfortunate that the industry does that and especially to somebody who's seen as a bright star correct like we're not even just talking about some nobody and shit this is a person Mm -hmm. that people really have invested in and she this is her experience and a lot of times they end up breaking people and then they wonder where that person went it's a lot of where did they go right a lot particularly brown and marginalized people all of a sudden people disappear and people wonder why shit like this right 
um all right let's uh move into something else let's do some uh let's do some guest rice guys mm-hmm. now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time that's right it's time for guest race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants to guess the race and the chat room plays along and they are racist uh karen you're ready to play some guess the race as as I'm a, be. a kentucky woman is accused of shooting her boyfriend to give him the nose job he wanted she is convicted of murder again what a kentucky woman who told police she shot her on again off again boyfriend and gave him the nose job he wanted has been found guilty of the slaying a second time oh she got charged twice yeah for the killing the same person yeah i guess uh the first time maybe i don't know maybe she got a retrial okay yeah i mean i don't know i guess he was being nosy um shana hubbard's hubbard's 27 who argued the shooting was self-defense was convicted tuesday of fatally shooting ryan poston 29 uh hubbard's was first convicted of murder for the slam 2015 and sentenced to 40 years but is overturned in august 2016 when a juror was discovered to be a convicted felon kentucky doesn't allow convicted felons to sit on juries hubbard's has been jailed for about five years and 10 months on wednesday a jury recommended a life sentence for hubbard's a day after she was convicted for a second time her first chance of parole will be after 20 years poston the lawyer was found dead in his home in highland heights uh kentucky prosecutor said poston was planning to break up with hubbard's on the night of his death hubbard's claimed poston abused her during their relationship and she shot him in self-defense well that's a snap classic yes it is snap 101 they could have no proof of that shit and they'd be like uh he beat me so i had to file an insurance claim on his life and then kill him uh, take his ass out i had to throw him off a bridge uh and i wrote a suicide letter so uh but he was beating me so i had to do all these things um which lets you know men are trash the fact that every lawyer of any capability no matter how damning the evidence is is like let's just say he beat you like that's how that think about how fucked up me had to be for that to be the pitch in a jury to a jury no matter what the circumstances every episode of snap is the same was like i know you took out the, uh, the insurance policy on his life i know you wrote the murder plan out in ink took photocopies and handed it to another dude come on i know that dude turned state's evidence on you and said we she, know you on videotape she definitely told me she was gonna give me forty thousand dollars and some pussy to kill this dude uh-huh. i know that you wrote a suicide letter in his handwriting uh but it's really in your handwriting and you left it at the state of where you killed him i know that you bought the murder weapon and you shot this man in the head while he was sleeping said it was a suicide i know that you told several people about it in your private facebook group that you were definitely going to do this plan uh, 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 and i know you took a hit out on them and we have it on camera but just say that you beat just say he beat you and say you had to kill him that's it yep and like one out of every 20 times it works yeah it does it does you see what's now they be like she got away 
one out of every 20 times they'd be like hey he could have been beaten him. i don't know that's how fucked up men are right <sighs> uh he threw me across the room so i killed him she called 911 and said the courtroom will show footage of hubbards talking to officers from the highland heights police station the video also showed her dancing and she was heard singing amazing grace and asked if she could call her mother what boo you didn't even try all right well we're gonna check out your story we're gonna call a couple witnesses uh you just stay here you sit tight man we'll we'll come right back and we'll finish uh this discussion all right y'all okay i'll talk to y'all in a second amazing grace how sweet the sound is she in there singing right damn damn uh like <laughs> chicken head chicken head uh. oh, running man running man fry 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 uh he's he's very vain one of our last conversations we had was good wait was good that was good uh, was that he wants to get a nose job and i shot him right here i gave him his nose job I, he wanted i broke it the Poston family released a statement to abc those who love ryan now moving forward with the integrity dignity and kindness that ryan exemplified throughout his life the family said today we embrace justice and yet we do not feel joy it has been six year long and heartbreaking years without our beloved Ryan. Guess the race of Shayna Hubbers. Shayna? Mm-hmm. Black. All right, let's check the chat room, see what they believe. Shayna Hubbers, racist. Black says be touch. Now he's got to face the consequences. Why? She got to face the consequences. That's a good, that's a good pun. It's a bit on the nose for me. <laughs> um <laughs> it's like all other good shooters kentucky one and done white 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 he she told him he was too nosy white white black white the correct answer is white oh wait, I'm, I'm sorry karen missed it so you know what i was gonna go white but then i was like well, she spent five years in jail beforehand like shit they treated her like a nigga Mm-mm-mm. missed it Damn. i deserve them booze. <laughs> yep the chat room got it right i don't know how they predicted it they must be some real <laughs> that was good that's good that's good right there thank you i'll try um all right let's go to the next one um a kentucky man uh damn what's going on in kentucky huh duh a kentucky man faked a heart attack to get a ride to the hospital cafeteria a man i guess he was hungry guess so a kentucky man was arrested in the cafeteria of baptist health corbin hospital after he faked a heart attack to get a ride there police say they received a call about a stolen gun and identified 35 year old kenneth ray couch as a suspect deputy said they were alerted that couch had just been taken to the hospital after suffering a heart attack at a nearby business turns out he faked a heart attack and when the ambulance arrived at the hospital he jumped out and casually walked to the cafeteria and grabbed something to eat wow you couldn't just got an uber I will say this: cafeteria food in the hospital has improved greatly. 
nah yes it has while enjoying his food officers from knox county sheriff's officer office arrived and took him into custody right you sitting like like three feet from him mm-hmm. you act like they don't know what a cafeteria is nigga they work there he was charged with burglary and falsely reporting an incident officials said they discovered he had a bench warrant for his arrest in another kentucky county for writing bad checks uh-huh. he was just bouncing around <laughs> <laughs> all right guess the race oh that nigga white karen's going white let's check the chat room see what they believe um call from sanford and son white cow from sanford and son white okay got it you big dummy black white white uh black okay white t white t black i like kind of split this one's hard white correct answer is carrie got it right white um and some of you did miss it though carried away at the end uh just like he did on that cart come on i wonder did he go all that way to get cafeteria food or he just thought he was getting away from the probably police? thought he was getting away from the police but i mean they bought you there which means they probably had to get some contact information off of you you know they're not gonna have a random person in their vehicle right and then faking the uh the heart attack part and then you just rolling over jumping out and walking in the cafeteria that they probably eat breakfast at every morning yeah i mean well i don't know if the police eat breakfast in the cafeteria. no 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 the ems people oh yeah yeah um they're probably like what is he doing by the buffet they right just, that was like uh did he supposed to be deaf did he did he just wait did he oh uh, what he said he had a heart attack what's happening here yeah also they can't like check for that when they come get you at the ems like i guess they like uh his heart seemed normal but maybe he feels something or possibility like how don't they know like at the time like hey this nigga ain't have no fucking uh heart attack you know <laughs> meanwhile what was he trying to do was he trying to rob somebody or he was i don't know yeah uh, suffering heart attack and nearby business yeah there's a call about a stolen gun so maybe while he was stealing the gun he faked a heart attack at the business so he could get mm-hmm. away hey man i know you stole my gun uh what gun i ain't got no gun Oh, oh my chest! Oh, I can't. Oh, Elizabeth, I'm coming to join you. Ha! You having a heart attack? You okay? Get off of me, you big dummy! <laughs> oh, he ain't having no heart attack, you old fish-eyed fool. Yes, fish-eyed fool. <laughs> let's go to let's let's do another one um how about uh i did this one um a negative restaurant review led to drive-by shootings in orange county oh shit 
yeah i, hope we I don't mean get shot all right up. i mean I, I just left a negative review oh we didn't talk about that today did we we sure didn't we both left negative reviews of pineville premium old pineville premium sports pub or something like mm-hmm. that because they racist they are racist as shit we went in there and got completely fucking ignored for 10 minutes and they had zero customers in there and when i went and looked on yelp we were not the only black people that had that experience Mm-mm, and i had left a positive view because that was not first time there yeah we had been there twice or i had been there twice before i got kind of suspect service the first time but i was like and eh, maybe they just don't know me or whatever then the second time we went by ourselves on a on like a saturday night or something mm-hmm. but it was already people in there right so we got served i mean right. the waitress i mean it was like it was no problem like we actually had a good experience so and then I, this time y'all mm-hmm. like it was so it fucked was up bad like and if i hadn't seen the other black people reviews i would have left it at that but when i seen other black people talking about how they got you know got got fucked with up there i said oh no boo uh-uh what we not gonna do is this so i hate mm-hmm. to pull out that you know that y'all racist shit but nigga they i don't i couldn't they, think of no other yeah, reason and i put and i put it because i actually did a review and then put like because i left a review like it's been yeah. a while ago so then I, I put like update and i told exactly what happened because basically we had went in there and we stood there for a while and it wasn't busy it was nobody in there like three or four people and then uh i thought it was two customers actually one customer and then it was the customer sitting there was just talking really really loud like all you heard was him talking and so we sit there people walk around and know it's somebody actually sitting down so i'm assuming it was the manager and employee she said y'all just sit down wherever y'all want so we went and we uh sat down and we sat there and we sat there and we sat there and we sit there while this dude is just talking really really loud to the people and the what the direction i was sitting in i could actually see a glass so i was actually looking at the glass that was reflecting out and i kept looking at the girl that kept looking at the glass to see if i was looking at her and i looked up to let her know bitch i'm looking at you are we gonna get some service and nobody ever came by nobody ever said anything so after a while i began to get mad so i was like well, roger let's just go somewhere else so mm-hmm. we ended up uh leaving and what's so ironic is that after we because it, it literally almost ru- ruined the night and so uh we end up going like right up the street to this place like right beside I, roger had been there before but i've never been there before and we stood there and i think a hostess passed by and she was like uh somebody be with you in a second we was like okay we were cool we're like, okay and the actually the owner of the place was like y'all been served he, he immediately said us like y'all been served we was like nope he set us down this nigga went through like the he's a white dude but this nigga went through like the history of like the restaurant how he sold wings how everything is homemade like and it was like a completely different atmosphere from where we was before it's like everybody was friendly and it just actually just made up for the night so i told him I, and i and i wrote on my review I, I say go to mccoy's up the street i said it's better and i said they want your money yeah i left them a review too because they were great we walked in he told us the history of how he named it how they make the food uh all that shit and like we will be back because they were good and they only a block up the street 
why you got some nerve being racist in black ass charlotte with an empty ass bar and no fucking customers a on a mother- saturday on a, a on a college football saturday y'all empty as shit racism is stupid it's stupid mm-hmm. as fuck god damn it is like it literally we we uh, the white man that was already drinking and us was the only people literally in this restaurant and you have fucking saturday night football blazing everywhere and y'all fucking didn't watch us everybody just stared at us like nobody wanted to actually come and greet us and sometimes what our waitress is a tip job you making zero dollars zero you rather make zero than to wait on my black ass and i'm not the type to be like well you gonna get my black money to prove Mm -mm. bye bitch right bye the the thing is me and roger is really patient so a lot of times because we both served a lot of times i'll look around and kind of surveillance the area for certain things and i just pick up on certain things and i'm like okay well they got this 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 that and the other so we're very patient i th- i think a lot of times after we've been sitting there sometimes for a while the servers get scared to actually come to us because a lot of times they know we've been sitting for a while a lot of times before they get to us so they don't know if we're going to be pissed if we're going to be grumpy if we're going to be upset a lot of times they'll come and we'll just talk like no a lot of times they're relieved that we're not angry uh for me to get angry it, like like it's hard to get me angry like that and so roger you know most of the time i would just sit there and be like okay but with nobody in the restaurant like nobody in the fucking restaurant there was no reason why somebody wasn't on top of us immediately right so and yeah and it also made me want to go back and leave a, a, a one stop for the other fucking place um south bow yes yeah because fuck them niggas too yep um so and we not not uh, and i'm gonna keep it real y'all when we go out to eat like we like if we actually like places we frequent the same places a lot a lot of times we end up forming relationships and friendship and while we was at the mccoy place we ended up seeing an old waitress from sushi 101 that we hadn't seen in like two years she ended up leaving and i wondered about her and she was just randomly there we talked and, and all that stuff and last time we went to uh see be nice to the people to prepare your food last time we went to one last time with the sushi 101 i ended up ordering a um a salmon uh, uh ramen bowl and they ra- gave you extra salmon ramen. yeah she gave me like the biggest salmon she had, the the lady that cooked actually bought it out to me and she was like, I'm going to bring it out to y'all because we've been coming there for years. She was like, I'm going to bring it out to y'all. She said, y'all, because they were be, she's like, y'all my favorite customers. I'm going to bring it out to y'all. And, this, and the server, which was new, was like, y'all must be special. I was like, no, we just come here all the time. Like, shit like that, those relationships actually, in my mind, they actually matter. And we go to a lot of places, they will actually fight over our table because they know when we come, A, we're going to tip. We're not going to be any problem. So I know it's not me, it's y'all yeah so at any rate um a negative restaurant review led to a drive-by shooting in orange county a band upset about a negative restaurant review committed a drive-by shooting at the home of the person who wrote the review according to an arrest affidavit orange county deputies say monica wiley wrote a facebook post on august 20th claiming that daybreak diner on curry ford road near crystal lake drive refused to serve her disabled mother the owner's son michael johnson who's his roommate jesse martin and norman alvo were drinking beer that night and were angry about the review 
martin found wally's address online and the trio drove to the home with the intent to harm someone or cause property damage according to the affidavit with johnson driving and martin navigating uh alville fired three shots into the home when they drove by the affidavit said how'd they catch him one of the shots went through a window and nearly hit someone sitting on the couch no one was injured martin and johnson who have been not been arrested said alvo is prone to violent outbursts the affidavit said why weren't they arrested alvo was arrested thursday on charges of shooting into a building shooting from a vehicle and abuse of a disabled person yeah how this doesn't make no sense i'm gonna prove that i am not ableist by trying to kill the people at the home that called me ableist he is at the Orange County Jail on $4,300 bond. Guess the race. Everybody white. Karen's going white. Let's check the chat room and see what they say. Uh, Mexican says, uh, Char, ready to risk it all over the internet post. Black, white, white, 100 is not a race. Yeah, white, yes, they fuck with. Uh, white, uh, a lot of people going with white on this one one person went with mexican one person went with black the correct people are white <laughs> he's like one star review i got five star bullets nigga come on all with your name on it some of y'all missed it he was riding down her block with his glock her ass finna get shot black up a black a black black up a black a black <laughs> oh yeah he very white Mm-mm-mm. in the neck Mm-mm-mm. i'm finna kill you black up a black a black i'm finna drill you <laughs> and now you're bleeding black up a black a black <laughs> you know i will shoot you in your oh, eyes so i can hear the black black up a black a black he looked like he did a cross burning before he right did that like an extra on fucking sons of anarchy or some shit he does don't he for what man one star review like how about y'all just serve her mother next time and get get it back up right right and for me i rarely leave i do not leave once that's literally my first one star review like i normally leave positive reviews at least you know they reading it right i was highly upset read it bitch and i meant it all right let's go to the bonus round <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race. And the bonus round of Guess the Race. So far, Karen is two and one. Yes. Okay. She's at two. She's missing one. Let's see how she does with the final one. A restaurant is called out for ridiculing a teen on Facebook for paying a bill with coins. Ain't it cash? When Cohen Nolte, 
decided to treat his friends to a meal at beer 88 in lynchburg virginia with tips he earned as a server at country kitchen he never imagined he would be the subject of ridicule by the restaurant on social media the 17 year old paid for his 45 dollar restaurant bill with mostly coins and a 20 dollar bill and left a 10 dollar tip it's just u.s currency not to tell abc news affiliate wset in lynchburg i'm allowed to use it it's not illegal i'm not doing anything wrong beer 88 posted a picture of the coins on facebook it has since been deleted with the following caption we'll just caption this how not to pay at a restaurant because that's the nicest thing we can think to say about this ridiculousness one he of was 17 one of naughty's friends who remained unidentified couldn't believe the restaurant posted their payment on social media site we couldn't believe they posted it on facebook he said after some backlash beer 88 posted a rebuttal on facebook calling the whole incident a joke in response to our earlier post it was post it was posted as a joke Mm-mm. intended as a joke it should be taken as a joke beer 88 wrote on his facebook page it was posted as a light-hearted way of saying that something like this can be annoying to people that work in the restaurant retail industry in no way did we publicly shame anyone for paying or tipping we try to keep our page funny and relatable and had no idea that this would be offensive to anyone but naughty and his friends were not amused especially after the hashtag that was attached to BRD8's initial facebook post they said we didn't have any home training and said another one of naughty's friends that that was dirty and that was one of the hashtags uh hashtag no home training kim naughty cohen naughty's mother uh can't understand why anyone would say anything negative about her son if anybody met cohen they know it couldn't be the it couldn't be farthest things from the truth and you know he's a good kid beer 88 owner yao liu who has been receiving de- uh, several threats said she apologized for the post on that part yes i do apologize because you know i didn't see it the restaurant social media page has received a lot of comments from people saying the post may have been in poor taste however some patrons think the whole incident may have been taken out of proportion people kind of hope hopped on the hate train br88 supporter carol henning told kset which help which seems to be happening these days uh guess the race of the kids who left the tip Mm, i'm gonna say the kids were white okay let's check the chat room and see what y'all believe the boys are black the boy the black kid who tips nothing about racial slurs on this post so i'll say white black white maybe whitey uh white okay a lot of whites uh no police will call white (laughs) the correct answer is white And I could see some, because uh, uh, he's 17, I could see a child. That was his first job. And, you know, there's nothing wrong. And they meant that shit. Then they meant to insult him. And they didn't realize they were going to get the backlash. You literally were picking on children. Mm-hmm. Some people did not say white. You racist sons of bitches. Plick, plick, plick. Yeah. I'm gonna shoot you in your neck. That thing go plick, plick, plick. Um, yeah, it's sad that, um, that's why you gotta be careful you bust shots on social media as an entity. 
it's like a man i listen man i hate to keep harping on this shit but social media really rewards sociopathic tendencies man yes it does and like i'm not saying this is someone that's immune to it it's just that restaurant did not have to do that Mm-mm. and then trying to be funny they end up saying some some shit that did not go over well with a lot of folks and you know especially these turned out to be some white kids and that's how you knew they was white because the media came out to interview them about this non-story right um and they mama like right you ain't read no niggers in the comment section well not just i mean it's not even about that part just the media would not have come out because some black kids got blasted for paying with change mm-hmm. they would not have come out to do no, that have been a non-story and i'm like okay what well, let us know another angle to this but it can't be just y'all you know i'm mad about this post but the media came out there and you just don't know who the fuck got access like that so you gotta be careful when you bust these shots because you know you you letting that thing go pleck 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 and next thing you know these motherfuckers is like uh what you not gonna do and now you look stupid trying to apologize for some you know what i do believe ultimately was a joke not that it was because they because keep in mind there's no way to tell from a cast chip tip who the kids were that's so true. these kids saw the post and then went and told the media revealing themselves as these are the kids who did this and you just thought it was a harmless joke to a certain extent or a joke that you know this is annoying but you didn't mean it on some like go find these motherfuckers no and no, now look at you i don't think they meant it like that yeah like now look at you you know i've gotten paid in, in change tips and it does suck for the record i know it's all spins the same and shit when you walk around jingling all day it it does you do feel away and i'm not even gonna sit up here and act like i didn't ever feel like wow this nigga paid me in 10 10 to 20 minutes and shit that's a old reference none of y'all get it but i'm like this motherfucker paid me in motherfucking 27 dollars of change like mm-hmm. yeah you weighed me down i gotta fucking roll yeah. this shit when i get home oh, like yeah. a lot of old people have a tendency to do that a lot of old people pay, yeah they t- a lot of old people tip you like it's 1925 yeah i'm not even talking about old people i'm just talking about change i'm not even talking about not getting a good tip that's a whole nother other oh no 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 I, yeah or, sometimes it can be good it just change yeah but you said no you said tip to you like it's 1925 that that's not good tip no that's true no that that's not what i'm talking about those cheap motherfuckers can rot fuck all of them i did it's a certain genre you made it you made it this long living you alive your ass no tipping has changed in your lifetime i don't have no fucking excuse oh you know back in depression day well nigga i ain't depressed give me my motherfucking money a a, a fucking loaf of bread don't cost a nickel no more come on you knew you knew that when you looked at the prices on the sheet and seen that a fucking rudy tooty fresh and fruity was eight dollars now you know that shit used to be 125 back in 1963 you figured out how to get the extra change to make it to ten dollars or whatever right figure out the extra change to make my fucking 15 to 20 percent tip it ain't much to ask Ugh. sorry i just had a flashback yeah a lot of times i'll take my change to pay for gas and all that type of shit but yeah this frustrating rolling it up take your ass to some whack-ass bagel shop and get you one of them fucking basic everything bagels and call it a day that's what you deserve to eat you don't deserve to be in here getting eggs and bacon and grits and pancakes and then turn around and give me 25 cents fuck that they were 35 45 cents right that's that bullshit here's a 75 cent tip bitch for what why right. 75 cent better get you a damn everything bag over at einstein bros and leave me the fuck alone i've never been there before i have i've been to all the bagel shops that's how i know everything bagel is the trashiest 
anyway you are everything bagel but you more basic than a plain bagel think about that that's oh wild lord that is some wild shit lowered expectations guys killing us jonesboro woman arrested after allegedly assaulting two men with a sword and a knife a jonesboro woman is arrested uh under arrest had attacked two men with a sword and a butcher knife johnson city police say they arrested kathy d whitson 53 of jonesboro and charged her with two counts of aggravated assault according to johnson city police officers responded to reports of a woman walking around veterans way with blood on her oh officers found whitson sitting on the sidewalk with a small cut on her hand johnson city police say after a uh an investigation they learned whitson attacked two males inside the residence near there where police found her guess the race white mm-hmm. uh <laughs> uh chop 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 i'm finna kill you <laughs> i'm finna drill you you know i will stab you in, in your eyes eye. so i can feel the chop 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 um According to police, Whitson uh, uh, took a wooden uh, uh, cane from one of the victims inside it, and the cane was a hidden sword. Whitson pulled the sword out of the cane, pointed at the victim. Another man came out of the bedroom and was able to wrestle the sword away. Whitson then grabbed a butcher knife and chased the victim back to the bedroom, stabbing the door. The victim says Whitson oh. then began stabbing a bar table, eventually cutting her hand. She was treated at Franklin Woods Hospital for her injury. Man, she like times was hard, boy. I don't know what mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. Like that's a lot of that's a lot for you know for a saturday night you know um all right guys we will be back tomorrow you know um and hopefully we'll be able to move on from the everything bagel uh discussion <laughs> please don't write us okay we don't need your everything bagel caping and all lives matter shit we don't allow that on the show oh um, what is happening here yeah i told you she had a rough she's looking rough mm, 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 mm. somebody snatched that weed tomorrow at 10 a.m me and bossy will be doing this too much we have plenty of feedback i think we already got double digit feedback so i, I guess y'all a really, lot to say y'all really felt a way about the last episode i know that much um so we'll be doing that tomorrow morning and uh, we appreciate everybody taking the time out to listen and support that until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.